Welcome, Welcome to, to Island Ghost, Ghost Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Taylor. Stealing the intro from me. <laughs> Why do you always thought, get to the intro? I thought it was in my contract that I always get to introduce the what show. Contract? contract? With who? The with, devil. With, uh, <laughs> I don't know. All right, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. The I just, fictitious I can't help it. contract that I had in my head. Yes, go on. The mental go contract. Go ahead. You're Mike Taylor. Go ahead. Yeah, everybody wants to know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Island Ghost Radio, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. You've tuned in. Thank yada, you. Yada. Island Ghost, blah, Mike, blah. You know, one day we should just do a show that has nothing to do with ghosts and see if people actually notice. <laughs> I think they will. Let's do a show on cooking. Tonight we're going to make we apple do? strudel. <laughs> we should, you know, we should do a show smell on... smell it? We should do a show on weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would be, be funny. That would be crazy. <laughs> we would never do a show on weight loss. No, that's, not. that's insane. Hey, you know, I'm really excited about our, our guest tonight. Who is our guest? It's Doug Carnahan from NorCal Paranormal. Uh, yes. And love him, love Haunted em. Truth Paranormal Radio. Yes. Good show. Great man. And he's cute. Like yeah. a bear. Like a bear. You just want to hug him. Yes, I do want to hug him. You do? Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I try not to make it a habit to hug other men. That's not true. I have pictures of you hugging men. Really? Who do? Yes. I have videos of you hugging Uh, men. Um, Oliver. Oliver, our investigator. In our group, Island Ghost Investigation. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. That's uh, that's brotherly love there. Okay. Just don't pretend like you're all manly over there, okay? Because. <laughs> uh, hey, I never said I was the uh, the barometer of macho here. I'm, Don't I'm, even try. I'm confident in my heterosexuality to hug another man. <laughs> okay. You bring a man in here, and I'll hug him. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Well, getting back to what what are we doing here? Oh yeah, uh, we're ghost. making apple strudel. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so you take three pounds of apples. You strudel them. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck is strudel anyway? It's German for um, pastry, I think. I don't know. Someone write in. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's okay. I don't really care. That's the latest poll. What's strudel? (laughs) Yeah. What is strudel? What do you believe strudel is? I think it's German for straddle. That makes more sense. That sounds (laughs) vaguely dirty. Straddling your apples? (laughs) Ooh. Oh, God. Let's not go down that road. Apple straddle. <laughs> so, yes, Doug will be coming up shortly. But first. 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 <laughs> let's talk about the Shanley. Ah, the Shanley. <laughs> let's talk about the Shanley. Let's talk about you and me. Let's I, talk about all the investigating oh that we will be. I had way too much coffee. I am zooming. Silliness. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's why we should get on with the show. Let's talk. Ah, the Shanley. Yeah, the Shanley. Yes. Good thing you brought it up. (laughs) Thank you. Um, We are having an event at the Shanley Hotel on April 17th of this year. And if you're listening four years from now, this is the year 2010. (laughs) <laughs> it's too late. You missed it. You missed it. But we want everybody to go to islandghostradio.com and check out our Shanley event. Spend the night with us ghost hunting. You could pick your room. 
You yes. Pick your friends and pick your nose. Exactly. Yes. That joke's getting old, Erica. <laughs> I just like it. You just love picking, don't you? Yes, I'm a picker. You can pick your scabs. You can pick your. <laughs> I'm a picker. I'm a greener. <laughs> I'm a lover, and I'm yeah. a sinner. Who wouldn't want to spend the night with us? <laughs> uh, sane people. <laughs> and they'd have to pay too. You know, here's the thing: if anyone's tuning in and listening to us, they're saying, "Wow." I need a paranormal investigation in my home. I don't know that bringing these people in <laughs> is too wise. We're actually very silly on the show, but we're very serious. People would wonder if we walk in like the Three Stooges. No, we yeah. show up in a clown car and about 50 of us are going to Yes. Out. I'm going to do the never-ending handkerchief trick. That's right. <laughs> All paranormal investigators should learn that one. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to have uh, a night of investigating at the Shanley. We're going to show a presentation of ghostly evidence that we've captured in our group Island Ghost Investigations. And then we investigate? Yes. Tickets are on sale. You can go to the site and hurry up and get your room because uh, just as of today, someone booked the bordello. Yeah. So, so that's cool. not a... Good, good. That's not for sale anymore. Always a good time. Yeah. It's always fun. Always fun hanging with the peeps. Yeah. I enjoy it. Me too. So remember, islandgoesradio.com. Click on the event section. Go there. Can we can we get to Doug? So let's get to Doug. Let's get to the meat of the program. All right. We're going to take a little break. A little short musical interlude. Doug is the meat. <laughs> <laughs> what was in that coffee, Erica? It sounds like a bumper sticker. <laughs> Doug is the meat. Meat and apples we're discussing tonight. Wow. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to the meat. <laughs> I want to meet the A.K.A. Meat. Doug. Um, right after this little break. So join us on the other side. You're listening to Island Ghost Radio. Paranormal meat. Mmm, yummy. <laughs> Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Doug has over 26 years in the paranormal field as an investigator. With over 360 investigations during that time, which includes investigations involving ghosts, free-willed spirits, poltergeist activity, and demonic entities, today most of his cases are of the extreme nature. Doug is what's known as an extreme haunted survivor. In the early 1980s, he was physically attacked in his own home for a period of six months. This experience launched Doug headfirst into the paranormal field, seeking answers to unanswered questions. 
Doug is the founder and president of the world-renowned paranormal team NPI, NorCal Paranormal Investigators. Doug is listed among the top paranormal investigators in America. He's also been seen on the Today Show as well as show commentary for Discovery Channel's Weird, True, and Freaky Back from the Dead. Doug is scheduled to film on the Bio Channel's My Ghost Story based on an actual investigation that captured some amazing evidence. Doug has been featured in many newspapers, magazines, and Internet articles. One of Doug's passions is speaking and sharing with others regarding his paranormal experiences and is looking forward to many upcoming conferences and speaking engagements. Doug is also the host of one of the top-rated and most popular Internet paranormal shows going on three years, The Haunted Truth, Paranormal Radio, formerly named NorCal Ghost Talk Paranormal Radio. One of the most important campaigns for Doug and NPI is getting the word out about the dangers in the paranormal field and protecting the children, a campaign to discourage underage investigating with children and educating people about the possible dangers in the paranormal field. Today, Doug seeks out the extreme-natured hauntings in order to help those in urgent need and help to save people and their families from being destroyed. It's one of Doug's missions to do whatever needed to give people back their lives. Yay, Doug! Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thanks a lot for joining us, Doug. Doug, how do you say your last name is Carnahan? It's Carnahan. Okay. Okie dokie. So um, one thing we're really interested in talking to you about is... um, Children investigating the paranormal. Ah, okay. We, we would like you to talk about sure. that. Sure. Well, <laughs> or or having them not investigate the paranormal. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think there's a certain yeah. cutoff of age? Excuse me. Do you think there should be an age cutoff for investigating? You well, know, I think well, I think 99% start. of the adults out there shouldn't be investigating as well. <laughs> That's true. I uh, hear you on that one. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, uh, an age is not really, you know, an age is not really, uh, um, you know, there's not a, a line that I would say that once you reach a certain age or height or, or weight, you know, <laughs> you should be allowed to investigate. I, I think it comes with experience and having um, maturity. abilities to do that. Yeah, maturity levels. Yes. Maturity level. Yeah, I think you... Um, I'm getting a feedback. Are you guys? Is this cool or what? Um, we're not getting it on this end, but that happens sometimes okay. with with Skype. I know it's kind of okay. annoying, but um, it'll come and go. That's probably. All right. I just want to make sure it's not interfering with your end. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying, yeah, it it definitely has to do with the maturity level, um, and in my in my eyes, but you know, children. Let's face it. You give a child. Most children keys to a car at 12, 13 years old. They'll tell you they can drive the car better than you can. <laughs> but, That's right. Oh, oh, but what's going to happen? I mean, we all know that they'll jump in the car, they'll race down the freeway, and sooner or later, there's going to be a problem. Yes. Yeah. And it's the same way with, with paranormal investigating. And I, I think people are just simply, you know, watching what's going on on TV, not really grasping the dangers of what's actually going out there, and that comes with ignorance. They, they have no knowledge of what, what really is going on in the field of the paranormal. It is extremely dangerous in certain situations. Myself being an extreme haunted survivor, I know firsthand that um, spirits, demonic and human spirits, can really... Um, 
take a hold of your life and turn it upside down. And, and it can be physical, too, and mental. Well, you mean teenage, so, teenagers as well, right? Yeah, anybody, yeah. Right. But teenagers, absolutely. Children, teenagers um, have this energy, this aura about themselves that, that attracts spirits. They have, uh, they're, they're open, and that's what spirits come to. Right. Uh, when you're that open, um, your light is shining bright. And that's what spirits come to, good and bad. Yeah. Spirits come looking for help sometimes, for answers, for directions. Um, they also come looking to reap havoc. You know, it's scary. How many of us as kids played with Ouija boards? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, that's exactly true. And, not, and, the, and, the, and the myth out there is it's a toy, it's a game. Well, it's not so much the board mm-hmm. that, we're, that is the danger. It's what you're doing with it. It's what you're inviting. You're inviting something to come over, take control of you, take control of a part of your body. And when they have that invite, it's, you know, the door is wide open. Yeah. Doug, one of the things uh, I've always thought to myself, uh, I'm definitely on board with you about children and paranormal investigating. They should not be going out there. But uh, I'll go one step further. (laughs) I don't think anybody who isn't fully aware of who they are. They they shouldn't go investigating either, in my opinion, because, you know, there's a lot of people in their early 20s who, you know, they really don't have a sense of who they are. They don't have a belief system or at least not a right. solid belief system. And I think that's one thing that's very important in being a uh, investigator is being confident in who you are. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, bringing ch- children out is it's pretty crazy. But um, what would you say to um uh, parents who uh have children that ask are ghosts real what 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 do you think they should say to their children you know it's to the point right now and i would never um advise parents to deceive children um and and that comes comes straight from you know when they're very young two three years old and i'm hurt i'm sure you've heard it and been asked, you know, what do I do? My, my, my child's seeing things or coming, coming to me with, me with uh, you know, being scared of hearing or seeing things in the middle of the night, and I don't know what to do. Um, you know, what you need to do is you need to be up front. You need to tell them, you know, the truth, but you still need to be cautious. Parents need to be um, educated. They need to be aware of what's going on in the world today and in the world, you know, beyond ours, um, especially when you have um, young children uh, that are involved, you know, in in or wanting to be involved in the field. Um, but my, I'm not against kids or young adults or anybody having an interest in the field, but what I do strongly suggest is if you're, um, you know, if you're a young adult, if you're in your teens and you do have an interest, don't go out and, and start, you know, exploring things and, and getting in the middle of stuff you have no business, one, being in the middle of, and don't understand. Because right. what you don't know in this field can definitely hurt you. Um, I believe 
you know, young adults that have a really deep interest should start um, with with the behind the scenes uh, type of investigating, doing background checks, doing you know checking histories, things of that nature. Even uh, after investigations, you know, doing uh, checking EVPs and watching you know video for for evidence. Definitely get them involved with doing that. But until, like you say, Mike, they have a sense of who they are. They have, you know, some life experiences and and um, have a way of protecting themselves. Um, not until then, and going through an apprenticeship program with a, an established team, should they be out there physically doing paranormal investigating. That's, that's my opinion. Right. They should... Uh think about maybe putting in some time uh, reading books and maybe even listening to podcasts. Absolutely. I mean, any any type of, of um, you know, books or reading or any kind of background information, history that they can get their hands on and, and um, you know, go that route, that's for sure a good start. I mean, uh, uh, from the television shows and, you know, what we're seeing nowadays, it doesn't really give you a sense of danger. And if it does, it, it's basically they don't understand that, you know, they think, well, after an hour, it's okay. You can just turn around and go home. But how many people actually come home with attachments? Yeah. yeah. You know, going out and not knowing how to protect themselves before and after. Um, what do you do when you have attachments? It, for the most part, people don't know and don't understand. So they're going into situations uh, based on what they see on TV. We, we for the most part, know uh, who are in this field full-time that it's, it's entertainment. It's not exactly how uh, professional investigations are conducted. Yes. Um, and... And it's it's a simply for TV show ratings. Yes. Um, so, but that's what the young people see. That's the excitement that they see. And it, it, for the most part, they want to thrill. Right. Now, you started uh, something called Protect the Children. You're the founder of that. What exactly uh, do you do with that? You know, it's it's just an awareness program is, is what I want people to be aware of, of the fact that um, children involved in the paranormal are, you know, ten times more acceptable to contacting um, attachments or, um, you know, being physically and mentally hurt in the field. Um, and that also means that the, the parents, the, the guardians, need to understand that it's not something – it's not like going to the movies, you know. It's not like you know. Here's five bucks. Go have a good time. Yeah. It, it, there's there's nothing um, out there that you can guarantee will not hurt you. Right. Exactly. Well, Doug, what got you started in the uh, paranormal field? Did you have an experience? Um. Yes, I did. Back in the early '80s. Uh, long before we had computers and and um, you know the TV shows and, and the big hype on the field, back before it was cool to be an investigator, 
um, I was living in a in an apartment complex by myself, and I'd moved in probably about five or six months prior um, to having any types of problems or issues. Uh, one evening, I was watching TV, got up from the couch to go into the kitchen to get something to drink, and probably took about two or three steps uh, from the couch um, and was hit with a force hard enough that it knocked me, almost knocked me down, knocked me back about three or four steps. Wow. Um, My first instinct was I couldn't see anybody in front of me, um, and there wasn't anybody to hide, you know, there wasn't any place for somebody to hide in front of me. So my first instinct, I'm thinking, well, somebody, you know, grabbed me from behind and pulled me. So I spun around, and I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying to find an intruder, and there's nothing there. And so I'm... Uh, a little dazed. I'm a little, you know, shocked. Uh, I'm not sure what's going through my mind at this time, but it was like, you know, what? What the hell? What is going on here? <laughs> um, prior to that, I, I did not have an interest in the paranormal field. I did not. Uh, it was not a, um, you know, it was not something I read up on, had a, had a, any involvement in whatsoever. It was, right. You know, it was not part of my life. And and you're not um, a little guy, right, Doug? No, I, I'm not. I you know, I, I'm ashamed to say I'm I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm a, I, I'm about five um, eleven. I'm about two forty five, two fifty. Oh, I wasn't uh, asking I'm, for I'm your weight. Very, I meant you know, you, you know, light feather that's just gonna get knocked around. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I'm a healthy, <laughs> healthy, strong man. So it's not something that. Uh, you know, it's not something that uh, just very lightly is going to kind of brush me over. This knocked me back, and I've and I've uh, I've wrestled um, um, and uh, played football and was tra- You know, I've always been very athletic. Yeah. And um, and strong. So um, this was a, a, quite a force to wow. knock me back. Well, after I kind of shook it off, uh, <laughs> like a horse kind of leaned against a uh, electric fence, it was like. Uh, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> I I, st- I walked, started to walk into the kitchen again, and boom, I got hit again. Um, I, I didn't, again, it really wasn't, you know, spirits and ghosts really were not registering in my in my brain at this time. And it, but it was very dumbfounding to me, and, and it started to, I started getting a chill. Uh, I started having a fear, you know, I was afraid. What what was this? This happened four times that night. Wow! Um, I I finally did. I sat down and just on the couch on the edge of the couch and just and just watched and listened and and you know for any type of of movement or what was going. I, my brain was just not really you know calculating right. what was happening here. Um, eventually. About an hour later, I, I got up off the couch and kind of, you know, said to myself, I'm not, le- whatever this is, I'm not letting it keep me from, you know, going anywhere I want to go. So I just kind of kind of put my head down like a bull and, and, you know, went for it. And and nothing, there was nothing there to, to stop me at this at this point. And, um, and I was able to go on into the kitchen and, and the rest of the house and with no problem. Now, two days two days went by. Nothing nothing happened. Um, the third day, kind of like the same scenario, was downstairs watching television. Decided to get up 
and it started again. This time, uh, it, I became angry. Uh, I became very uh, belligerent, um, and the neighbors must have thought I was out of my freaking mind, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. And, and um, mentally and, and, and verbally, I was um, challenging whatever this was and telling them, I don't know who you are, what you are. Um, you're not making me leave. You're not, you know, forcing me to go anywhere or do anything. Um, Doug, looking this, back, looking, I'm sorry to interrupt, but looking back on that now, know. would you still uh, suggest handling it the same way as you did? Would you do something different now? You know, uh, I would, for me, probably um, knowing what I know now, I would, I would still, I would still stand my ground. But do I suggest that to people I, I have as clients now that they're involved in similar situations? No, yeah. it's not something I would readily suggest uh, a family or people involved with to be, um, you know, this um, confrontational. Exactly, because what happened was. Eventually, over a six-month period, this went from pushing to punching, slapping, scratching, to even biting. Um, Sounds like one of my dates. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, a good date. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. Go on. (laughs) But, but, um, yeah, but what, what, what happened over this time period is... I started to learn my environment. I started to learn how to, um, you know, feel this energy kind of kind of uh, growing. I could feel the atmosphere changing in the room, the energy, um, electricity, you know, in the air, um, the, the heaviness going on. And, and it got to a point that I was able to start predicting when these attacks were going to come on, and I would put myself in a protective kind of, of um, position, mm-hmm. and, but I would still egg it on. Hmm. And I'd still say, you're not, do whatever you think you're going to do, because I'm not leaving. And I would get punched and thrown around like a little rag doll. Wow. And this would go on from anywhere from a minute to five or ten minutes. Do you believe um, that it, that was um, human or, or non-human? You know, to this day, um, I, I, I liked, I, I'm kind of liking to lean towards it was probably a low-level demonic uh-huh. situation. How it got there, I, I have no clue. Uh, possibly people playing with Ouija boards, seances, right. maybe a late dormant for a while until something happened that, that, that woke it up to me being there. I'm not sure. Um but that, that's, either, that's one scenario I have. The other scenario that I have is possibly somebody had passed in the, in the, in the, in the apartment there that I was living in. Um, back then, I did go and, and contacted you know, the management, tried to find out any kind of history. They weren't having a, any of it. They didn't want to uh, divulge any kind of information whatsoever. I, I never got a... a a, a true story, but the only other thing I can imagine from all the years now that I've been investigating, which is 26 plus years, mm-hmm. is that 
it may have been somebody in the past, didn't know they passed, and saw me as a truder, and was desperately trying to get me out of their house like anybody else would. Right. So how did you manage to get rid of this entity, or did it just go away? It, it, after six months, it, it, again, Mike, it, it became extremely um, more violent and more uh, um, frequent. Um, the more that I, I pushed it, the more it pushed back. But it, I, I believe that what finally happened is I outwilled it. Hmm. I, I believe I just outlasted it. It was not going to get the better of me, and it, and I think its energy I used up its energy trying to to do whatever it was trying to do. Um, that's not to say that it's not maybe still you know dormant now and waiting to come back out. I don't know. Doug, did you tell anybody about this, or did you try to get help? You know, again we're. We're talking back in the 80s, and there wasn't, you know, what, what did we have back in the 80s? Yeah. Palm readers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the corners. Yeah, we but had, did, you, did you tell your friends? Um, we had or nobody anything? out there in the field that was really readily available. Now, most of your, your big-time people back in the 70s and 80s were, were back east. You know, you had the, uh, the Warrens uh-huh. and, and people like that, but they weren't readily available right. um, to come out and, and help people. But uh, what I did do was read what I could. Um, again, when you're put in a situation like that, um, you know, you learn fast yeah. to survive yeah. and what to do and what not to do. But did you tell anybody in your family or your friends? You know, I did, I did, I did have people over that witnessed this. They didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, did, I did have a... Uh, uh, during that time frame, I did have uh, a lady that I was seeing. Um, she caught witness of it, and uh, she did not return. Aww. Um, so, yeah, so it was it, it was kind of rough on uh, <laughs> on the personal relationships. Oh, I would have uh, stayed with you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was something. Um, the neighbors, of course. Uh, knew that something was going on because uh, I did question them. I did explain to them, hey, if you're hearing me sound like a, uh, a maniac in the middle of the night, this is what's going on. And, you know, I, the reaction was, you know, just kind of doe in the eye, you know, big doe eyes. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> um, because, again, this was not something that – this was taboo stuff back then. This is not stuff we talked about at the dinner table. Yeah. We shared with with a lot of people. Um, and and for, for people to bear witness of something that was that powerful to, to knock me around, um, that, that scared them, scared them very much. Yeah. And uh, they didn't want to ha- get involved in it for fear that it might attack them too. Yeah, they're probably like, you know, thinking about – the Exorcist or something. Yeah, I think the movies back then, you know, The Exorcist, of course, had been out. Um, I think uh, Entities, I don't know if you've seen that movie, um, but that was a pretty, with uh, Barbara Hershey, that was uh, based on a true story out of L.A. That was yes. the one and when she had the, sex with the ghost, right? I mean, the ghost raped her? That was the one with, yes. yeah, uh-huh. okay. yeah. Right, yeah. So that was that was out about that time. Um 
So people were kind of, you know, aware of the possibilities of things like that, but firsthand versus being on the big screen or, you know, TV, yeah. it, it's, quite, it's quite different. Did you but, but did that, you feel that you were losing your mind during this when you, when this started happening to you? Did you say to yourself, "This is a spirit or a ghost," or did you think you were going crazy at first? No, um, Mike, I, I, I wouldn't say I was thinking I, I was going crazy. And honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was not a spirit or a ghost. You know, it was, it's funny. The first thing that came to my mind was I thought I was being electrically shocked. Huh. There was something that was, I was, I was looking for an outlet or something that was, you know, burning. <laughs> uh, or something. Interesting. It, it, it was, it was that kind of force. I don't know if you, as a, as a dumb kid, stuck your finger in a light socket. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it knocks you across the room pretty good. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of felt like that at first. Oh. So, I was just trying to be as logical as possible, not, not growing up, you know, um, involved with. You know, the paranormal, um, it, it was not the first thing that came to my mind. Right. But after, you know, it happened the second and third time, it was like, yeah, this is something here is, is going on. It's supernatural. It's paranormal. Um, and, and that's where my, my thoughts were going. And that's where my, um, you know, getting what information I could at that time was uh, the direction I was going. Right. And, and, and from there, that six-month ordeal kind of just it launched me into the field. Um, I, I knew there, there had to be, if it was happening to me, I knew that it had to be happening to other people. And I knew it had to be happening to families right. with children. Um, and, my, and my thought was, um, if I beat this, I need to get out there and help people understand and and try to to fight this off too because it totally disrupts your life it yeah. totally turns your life upside down um especially again with families right and children it, it you're you're totally lost and without somebody that has the experience to combat it um you you have no place to go right but look look what it's done now i mean you know you're you're founder of NorCal Paranormal Investigators. You have the uh, show Haunted Truth Paranormal Radio. And um, tell us about the, um, the I'm sorry, the Haunted Truth Tour. Okay, well, the Haunted, the Haunted Truth Tour is uh, something that um, uh, myself, Sean Sellers, Alabama, and Paranormal Sarah, um, she is uh, out of uh, Minnesota. We've come together uh, and decided that what we wanted to do was um, put together a lecture tour, go around to um, you know different parts of the states, and be able to help educate um, not only the young people but but all people, but you know especially the young people with the interest in the field to get them you know a good idea of what it's really about what you know if you do have an interest in the field how to you know get the education how to get the experience the right way uh not just kind of throw yourself out in the mix right with a, with the potential of of getting hurt or getting attachments or or something of that nature so um 
what we're doing is we're putting together a, um, a lecture uh, and uh, looking forward to, to hitting the road and going out to different uh, colleges or organizations, you know, throughout the states. Whoever wants us to, to come and talk, we'll be more than happy to That's do That's awesome. Good for you. And it's, and it's in place of, I don't know if you've kind of been watching the conferences um, going on yeah. of late. There's been so many conferences that have um, not been able to, to happen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because of the economy, because of, you know, a lot of different situations, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people have a great idea of putting on conferences, but without ticket sales, they can't make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been, um, you know, pretty disheartening uh, for people that want to meet, um, you know, investigators out there, want to, you know, get the, the information, get an education on, on these certain things and learn, uh, and they can't do it because they're just not happening right now. Yeah. So we thought it would be a better idea to kind of put, you know, kind of put a conference on the road mm-hmm. and be able to go to them instead of them coming to us. Doug, what do you think is the biggest misconception that people have about uh, the paranormal or the paranormal field? Um, I, I believe the biggest um, misconception is the fact that it's not dangerous, that it's, it's fun, um, which some parts can be. Um, but I don't believe uh, people really understand um, the dangers that they're putting themselves into when they decide to, um, you know, put together a team, read a book or two, mm-hmm. and then proclaim themselves paranormal investigators, uh, start taking on clients, and getting themselves into situations that they have no clue what they're getting into. Um, it's not only dangerous for them, it's dangerous for the clients. Yeah. And um, I, I really believe that uh, people really need to uh, educate themselves uh, so much more about what's going on in this field and what, what could happen uh, before they get out there and start, you know, proclaiming themselves to be investigators. Now, since you've been, uh, invest- you said you've been investigating now for 26 years? Uh, a little over 26 years, yes. Have you ever encountered anything as uh, strong as the entity you first encountered that propelled you into this? You know, I, I have encountered uh, a handful of, uh, of dark entities that are and, and were of the same caliber. So, yeah, probably probably about a half a dozen at this point. Wow. Um, it's... Uh, it's it's more of what I I kind of lean towards is the uh, the extreme hauntings nowadays uh, because of the fact that I have that experience and uh, and that knowledge in the field. Um, but that's not to say that I wouldn't help anybody that that needed my assistance. But I, I'm more prone to um, to go and help people that are uh, really experiencing the more uh, darker uh, type of hauntings. Right, right. Well, Doug, if you don't mind, we'd like to do something we do with our guests. We'd like to put you on the hot seat. There it is. 
That's the sound effect. <laughs> we have to have a sound effect Mike for the hot seat. Mike just said fire to a chair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ritual. <laughs> um, these are questions we had on our Island Ghost Radio website. We do polls. And I uh, want to ask you a few of our uh, more controversial questions. You can feel free to say pass if you don't want to answer them. <laughs> um, I'll start off with what do you believe orbs are? Um, well, I, you know, I, I do believe that there are orbs, but orbs to me are natural energy. Um, they're not spirits. They're not, um, you know, Aunt Sarah coming back to visit. <laughs> um, they're, um, but, but just like lightning, um, there, there is a phenomena that happens in the atmosphere, um, that will create a energy, uh, an energy force, a, you know, a, an orb, if you will. Um, but for the most part, what people are sending me photos of and, uh, you know, look at my pictures, what do you think it is? 99% of that is dust, dirt, bugs, moisture in the air, um, what have you. Um, but I do believe in orbs. I just don't believe they're, they're um uh, human spirits or any kind of spirits, they're natural energy in the Amen. Atmosphere. Amen to that. How do you handle when you have someone, say, come up to you at a conference or email you a photo and say, oh, look, I, I feel it's my Aunt Tilly, and you know it's probably dust or moisture. How do you, how do you break the news to them? Well, first I, first I give them a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then I tell them I'm the last person in the world. You really want me to look at orb pictures, but if you still do, I will be happy to. And, you know, it's a funny thing. They still say, yes, look at it. And, and I do, and I say, for the most part, I say, very interesting, very nice. Um, you know, I don't believe that, that what you're seeing is a human spirit. That's not my belief. Um, is it is it a natural orb? I can't tell from this photo. Right. I right. don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Moving on. Next hot seat question. Oh, feel the flames. <laughs> Sorry, cheesy sound effect. The lighter fluid down. <laughs> Do you believe? I need some asbestos shorts. <laughs> uh, Do you believe paranormal TV shows fake evidence? God. <laughs> That's the hot seat. I know. And, and you know I'm going to, to film one uh, this, uh, heading down to L.A. on Friday to do so. Well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can <know>. pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not passing. I, I don't pass. Um, <laughs> I, but, I, but I'll try to be very diplomatic here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I do believe that and and let's be let's be honest about it anybody that is anybody in the field and knows anybody you know on these shows which i know quite a few people uh that are on several different shows mm-hmm. um you know love them to death but it's entertainment yes um it a lot of this stuff is edited for entertainment um have i been privy to people Faking stuff. Um, nobody's ever came out to me and said that's phony. You know that we fake this. 
but I think there's enough stuff on YouTube or, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes um, uh, videos that it was pulled off of the, the cutting floor mm-hmm. <laughs> and somehow made their way to uh, to YouTube and things of that nature uh, to prove that there has been some shenanigans going on in the past uh, on different shows uh, to kind of, in, you know, enhance uh, what people might think right. are, um, you know, evidence of paranormal activity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It It's that, entertainment. That's really diplomatic. Yes. yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my opinion is it's definitely entertainment and you should not watch these shows as a how-to and... You know, they, they've got to keep ratings up and they've got to keep viewers coming back. So you really got to take everything with a grain of salt I that mean, you see. Any, anybody who's been in at least one investigation knows how to make a K2 meter go off and, you know, say yes well, or no. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, you know, have your walkie-talkie. And exactly. Your, your buddy's hand, you know, right down the, Yep. Mm-hmm. you know, across the, across the, uh, the way from you. And, and you can have fun for hours with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the spirits but, won't go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I agree. It, it's definitely uh, entertainment, you know, and, um, yeah, if you're if you're learning your skills from watching TV, you know, the, the top-rated show is uh, Ghost Adventures. Uh, three lovable, lovable guys, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Playing the, uh, you know, nowadays three Stooges, Moeller and Curly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm waiting, I'm That's waiting for funny. Zach, you know, poke, poke uh, uh, Nick in the eyes or something, you know, <laughs> slap him across the head. I'm so wait- far, it's just Shh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but waiting. That's, that's a top-rated show. Yeah. Wow. Know? I'm waiting for one of these. Uh, startup groups who watches ghost adventures to tell a client oh uh, we have to bolt ourselves into your house at night yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly uh, uh, yeah let's wrap a chain around around the windows yeah even if we scream for help don't let us out yeah God. Uh, exactly. all right moving off of that hot I, i'd seat like question. to ask doug a question oh, okay you want to Yes, boxers or briefs. Doug? Oh boy, that's a hot seat question. <laughs> Flame really? retardant. No, no, I'm only kidding. I'm sorry. Um, okay, because I go commando. <laughs> TMI, TMI. You asked, Erica. <laughs> commando. <laughs> well, the audience likes that. <laughs> no, the uh, question. Let it be known. <laughs> the question I really wanted to ask was, um, who in the paranormal community do you admire? If anybody. <laughs> Feel free to say us. It's okay. <laughs> um, who do I admire? Jeez. You know, um, it, you know, it has to be the, the old guys. I mean, it has to be Hans, uh, you know. Holzer? Um, yeah. Uh, for one. Um, the Warrens. Um you know, John Zaffis, only because he's he, he tries to be as funny as I am, um, <laughs> and he's younger and I look better, so you know. To... <laughs> Ooh. Um, Can we quote you on that the next time we see John? Yeah, he knows it. <laughs> um, you know, um, I, I do, I do have to, I have to take my hat off. You know, 
if I was wearing one, I'd take a hat off. Um, I have to really take my hat off to to um, Jason and Grant um, for, if nothing else, for bringing this to the dinner table. Yes. Yeah, I'll give them that. To opening this up and uh, allowing um, it to be, uh, you know, kind of the taboo to be lifted a bit. Right. Um, Do I agree in everything they do or have done or will do? No. Mm -hmm. No, no. But... um, you know, it. Um, they're kind of they. They kind of blaze the trail. Yeah, you're right. And um, so I, I do do take my hat off to them for that for sure. Um, you know, here's the deal in the field, uh, in in the paranormal field, is for most part, there's so many unsung heroes out there that that we don't know and will never know. Right. That, right. That work very hard, and and uh, you know to help people. that are really dedicated to this field. Uh, What the sad part is, is if you don't have a TV show, 99% of the people won't look your direction or believe a word that you say. Yes, that's true. And and if you do have a show, then, you know, you walk on water. Yeah. But for the most part, um, you know, most of the the dedicated people out there are, are people that, you know, don't have TV shows and uh, and we'll never know their names. Right. Well, last question. We're running out of time here, but uh, what do you hope to accomplish as an investigator? You know, uh, I, I've accomplished pretty much everything I've set out to do as far as collecting evidence. And evidence, to me, at one time was huge. You know, being able to prove to the world, you know what, I'm so far so far past that, uh, I don't need to prove anything to anybody. My concern now is um, helping the client, helping people, um, educating people, getting their, getting um, my clients their their lives back, uh, being feeling safe and comfortable in their home, uh, and uh, and having children, being able to sleep at night um, in their own bed. That's that's what I hope to accomplish. Well, what else um, is there? I mean, that, that's the. I think that's the biggest thing anybody can accomplish. Yeah, that's great. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not here. I mean, there's so much evidence out there right now that um, if, if you don't believe, there's nothing I can pull out of my hat that's going to make you change your mind. Right. Um, for the most part, if you believe, you know, any kind of evidence you'll you'll do backflips at. If you don't believe until it happens to you, you're not going to believe it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Doug, um, can you tell everybody uh, your website or websites where people well, can yeah. reach you? Um, um, mainly, I you know I'm on MySpace mainly, uh-huh. um, and that that's just MySpace.com/slash/NorCalParanormal. Um, if you want to check out um, the Haunted Truth Tour, if you're interested in checking that that website out, that's www.thehauntedtruthtour.com. And um, if you'd like to join me uh, and my co-host, Rita G, Sunday nights, uh, 6 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, um, for the, the Haunted Truth Paranormal Radio, we'd love to have you join us as well. And that's, uh, of course, www.blogtalkradio.com slash 
the heart of truth. Awesome. Excellent. And will you be uh, coming to New York anytime soon? Uh, not unless you send that ticket. <laughs> I have to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, Doug Carnahan, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We've had a great time chatting with you. It's always great to chat with uh, experienced investigators. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's been quite a pleasure. And, uh, you know, my tail's not burnt that bad. So, uh, <laughs> no, harm, no harm done. But, uh, the the uh, asbestos pants helped. Keep up the great work. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to have you guys on the show uh, on a truth one of these days. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. All right, Doug, thank you for calling us. Oh, well, we called you, but thank you for joining us. Thanks for calling us, calling you, Doug. Thank you for answering. Thank you for letting us call you. <laughs> you guys take care. Thanks so much. Keep, right. keep up Doug. the great work. Thank yes. you very much. Right. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.